Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. My son's about to turn 21, but he doesn't give a shit. And you know what I mean? He's also like, what? Oh, what? Dad, Facebook's for old people. But it might, it might actually be, though. Who knows? We are live now. <laughs> we are live talking about how millennials don't give a shit about Facebook. Yoo-hoo! That's true. Mine, mine doesn't either. So super, super cool to have Matthew on. I'm so excited. Um, it's been a trip. And, um, to, you know, yeah, sorry. We, we actually had them scheduled earlier and I got food poisoning. So that's fun. So, um, here we are on a reschedule, super, super happy to have you back. And of course, Craig is here with us and that's always fun and co-hosting with me for the show. Um, before we get started, definitely go to swiftfire.com, uh, swiftfire.org and get on our newsletter and uh any more announcements craig we have a, a a membership program that i keep forgetting to tell people about and we're actually going to have matthew on to do some private readings for people i'm going to do a private scan i have a teaching i'm going to do about karma we're going to have some other surprise guests to do um some destiny readings for people um so stay tuned for that but definitely if you're interested in grabbing the membership it's it's kind of just a little more private group of people. There's going to be some extra um, extra content there that isn't out in the public and a little bit more time to interface with people one-on-one -on -one in real life. Um, I say, there's going to be some um, um, interaction with people. Yeah. People are going to interact and stuff, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Kind, of, kind of cool. So, And thank you, Dana, for being a new member. We're so excited to have you here and um, nice to meet you. So, yeah, um, without further ado, Craig, you want to introduce Matthew or have Matthew introduce himself or how are we doing this? Let's do it. Well, um, the first time I saw Matthew um, was, was a grand exposure of a certain personality in the uh, disclosure oh, community. That guy, yeah. We're, that the first time. We won't say. We won't say. But, uh, yeah, and ever since then, I've followed Matthew and, and always um, – a, a positive contrarian is what I would class you as, Matthew. You, you, you're a wonderful voice who, who doesn't just take things as they are. And, and I love your perspective on a lot of the drama in that's going on, particularly in the UFO community and all that. And obviously, you're very gifted yourself um, spiritually, and, and it's just a, a joy to have you on. So why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? Thank you. Well, first off, thank you. And I'm shocked. And it's kind of cool that that was the first intro to anything I've ever done. I love that weird little guy that we made videos about. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> I mean that, mean that very, very sincerely. But wow, that yeah, that was a wild introduction. That was in my uh, momentary uh what how will i call it that was my villain arc of 2020 i was in like the villain character arc you know working with a little bit of intelligent stuff trying to trying to kind of larp my way through the uh disclosure false light like community but anyway um who am i i would say at this stage of the journey this is always the funnest and weirdest part for me because i'm one of those people that i i did not know what i'm doing now was the thing that i had contracted or been meant to do it's like i had no no idea that this stage of my life was coming but that said at this stage of the human journey um i define myself as what we would call a professional psychic a professional intuitive and also if you do want to call it a healer until we get a better term within the multi-dimensional awakening you know soul group maybe we'll call it a healer but really what what i do on the pretty much every single day basis right now 
um, is open up energetic anatomy within the non-physical layers of people's bodies. And when we do that in measured kind of uh, practical individualistic ways, it creates huge shifts. And so um, for me, the work can come from any form in any form from doing intuitive readings or you know what some people call implantation or attachment removal but really the heart of it i think is we're just opening up and clearing non-physical anatomy and so that was probably more of an answer than you asked for but <laughs> that's wonderful yeah. <laughs> you want oh sean asked me yeah yeah uh, hey um awesome yeah and i know I'm trying to remember where I'm at you from. Um, I choose to know, but yeah, I think just somebody referred me to you and I actually yeah. had a really amazing session with you that helped me kind of move through a, quite a bit of things. And I mean, that was what, two years ago, maybe? You know, what's weird. Here's the thing. I remember, you know, seeing a name that I, I remember seeing you come through. And then I remember seeing you on, on like YouTube a couple years later, I think it was about two or three years ago, maybe even three years ago, but it was during one of those periods. And I know everyone has them, or I pray that everyone gets to have this where you are so busy that you don't even have, it's just like, what next, next. And I was at a stage, I, I think that was 2020 where it was just like overloaded with something on the earth plane. There was a lot of people in need at that stage, myself included. And so period of high activity but yeah thank you absolutely absolutely so how long have you been in this game i'm curious okay that's kind of that's a very revealing and vulnerable question and i i both love and also cringe talking about this but i uh prior to 2015 i had lived this entire life i was in my late 30s i had been a, a professional musician for quite some time i had transitioned into the 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 uh mental health field where i was working with homeless veterans in san diego california and i was just doing my thing in my life and i was one of those people who had kind of a very chaotic and sudden awakening journey in which i was doing an outreach fair um just to try to get people off the streets and some people were doing energy work there are a lot of people who've seen me before will know this story they'll be like oh god here we go again but um, I was working at an at a, at a outdoor fair, trying to get people into housing, getting them into treatment. It was like this homeless fair, and there was these people there, these, these kind of older women, and they were just set up in this little tent. And I walked by, and one of them said, would you like an energy blessing? And I remember going like, I don't know. I don't really want to go back to work. You know what? Yeah, yeah. And I can sit down right here. I could just sit there. And I, and I was like, all right, cool. And I sat in this little chair, and I kind of closed my eyes. And this little woman came over and put my hand, her hands on top of my head, said a few little words to herself. Um, and I, I, I did kind of lose time. It was like I kind of blinked out for a second. But when I opened my eyes, a couple minutes maybe were, were passed. And it sounds really crazy, you guys. But from that moment, my entire life changed. Interesting. Wow. I mean, it, there's no more accurate description other than that moment. I felt a weird feeling at the top of my head. And within 30 days of my life, I had so many things had changed in my journey that it was like, in hindsight, I realized I had a very rapid crown chakra opening. Oh. And it was like pop, like so many things took place, visitations, weird stuff. I'll go on and on about it. Watch out. But I started professionally doing this work in 2017. And that was as the result of me having one of those life transition moments. And I pray a lot of other people out there have had it where you come to the stage in your life where you literally put everything on the curb, 
You leave your marriage, you leave your home that you own, you leave your job that you've been at for multiple years. You literally put your belongings on the curb and I drove away. What? Yeah, yeah, for real. Literally, I just bounced. I moved a couple hours up the coast. Um, and I was one of those people that when it when it happened, it was like spirit stepped in and it was literally the right decision. And so I've just been living this entire time since 2017. This weird switch turned on in my mind and my body and boom, suddenly we're doing this. And so it's both cool and also, you know, curious for some people because they're like, really? How? But it's possible for a lot of us. So anyway, I'll pause there. I know that's a lot, but. I love that. That's so cool. Um, isn't it interesting? Like you say, you're just just sort of going about your day, and then there's just just some this this destiny moment comes along, and this this lady knew she had something for you. You agreed, and that's it. it, it it's all changed from there. I love stuff like that. Yeah. I was just gonna say I had something similar happen, but the way I saw it or imagined it, like I was sleeping on a couch in the living room and I kind of was just, I don't know if I was, I was in that in between. I don't know if you, and you know, um, the way the couch was, I, I, my head was resting on the part that's more like the arm part. You know what I mean? And, um, I literally physically felt I was alone and I literally physically felt like a hood came off my, the beginning of my face and came yeah. off. And I was like, what was that? And I had a similar thing after that too. And, it, and I literally turned around because I thought somebody was behind me. You know what I mean? I don't know how to explain it. That I was all alone. Well, totally. whatever that means, but you know, we're never alone. I literally felt like something had like a hood or like something was on me and I could feel it come off. It was so cre like creepy. Yeah. Also weird and like um yeah intuition a lot of being able to see things that i wasn't seeing before uh relationships shifted really quick um jobs shifted where like, intuition was like off the roof and like i just knew it was like all this stuff just dropped in me where i'm like i know this stuff now and i didn't even know it two minutes ago and um so interesting like very interesting um similarities here but craig tell me what you're going to say i want to know oh i was just thinking like along these lines is um we all know that you know we create our reality and and when you experience a shift like that it, it can't this is a double negative can't not affect your external life it, it, it's 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 an it, all right then should i say sorry Sean, my, my conscious language i wasn't brilliant <laughs> but um but yeah, it, it, you know, when you have these these sort of something unlocks in you. I, I was reading recently about. Um, I'm currently reading Paul Wallace's latest book, by the way, um, which is really cool. And he's talking about like his experiences where he's had DNA activations. Things have happened to him in a very similar vein. Um, and and like when these we have these experiences happen to us, how it just radically shifts our entire being, which shifts our entire life. Um, which actually this I think this ties in really really nicely with the topic of the day which you know we've advertised today is talking about 3d to 5d I mean I'd love to know what what does that mean to you guys Ooh. <laughs> do you want to go first Charnel, and then I'll answer or? oh god no I, I wanted you to speak first okay, but here we go. I will tell you you know I'm scanning people yeah and I can find out if you're where you're at 
And some people, most people are still in 3D, but there are people in 4D. And I've never personally found someone yet that's in 5D, but there are people already in 4D. And someone had a question or a statement here that you can't go from 3D to 5D, that you have to experience 4D first. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on that, because I have my own thoughts and I'm sure Craig does too. But so tell us, answer Craig. Yeah, for you to dip into that one i yeah thank you that's a very good question one that i truly enjoy because i think part of our human journey right now is that we're sort of meant to be in the stage where we're trying to intellectualize and understand and explain away um, an element of energy or a stage of consciousness that is fundamentally outside of our own right now on such an extent that i would say if 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 we were to or if i were to kind of you know classify my understanding of 5d right now it is the type of understanding that an infant gets when they look out and go i have a hand i realize <laughs> i'm a, is this my hand this is my hand and you don't even realize it's a hand at first but you realize there's another part of you that maybe it's always been there but you're now coming to the stage of maybe your your conscious journey or your human development in which you realize, oh, there is a hand. So to me, I think of 5D as us becoming aware of something that has been in place, almost like infrastructural elements of human anatomy or human consciousness yeah. that we can only perceive. We can only perceive and barely understand the surface of what we define as 5D right now because in and of itself, it is outside of our, our, our sort of range of consciousness. So what I've noticed a lot of people do is we have this need to sort of classify or to name or to add a certain type of number or to create a sort of numerically in indicated value over a state of consciousness that can't really be classified that way. If I was to put uh, a name on where I believe we are right now, if you want to fit it into that, you know, we could call it like the spiritual lexicon of the moment. It feels like we are in the fourth density, or we could even call it, and they're kind of two different things to me, but the fourth density and also fourth dimensional stage of where we start to become aware of our sort of process of, of reincarnation. We become aware of the, the non-physical realms, the astral realms. We become aware of the phenomenon of multidimensional travel, out-of-body experiences, alien, if you want to call it extraterrestrial stuff. I think when we enter what we would call fourth density, which looks like, from what I can tell, it's broken down into a series of what I would call gradated, almost like octaves, like sections as you move up through these sort of sections of consciousness. I would describe many of the people on the earth plane right now as in like the lower echelons of a fourth density frequency. And so I realize I'm going on and on about this, but how would you understand if you were in a fourth density frequency? By my understanding, the telltale signs are you are starting to become aware of non-physical energies. You're past the point in the third density life cycle where you realize that just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. That idea in and of itself is when we start to move into a fourth density frame of intellectual capacity. And so um, I think we're in lower octaves of fourth density, but I think that there's an element of us, a part of our identity that is in what you want to call 5D or 6D or 7D or 8D, that you know it's always been there we're just now becoming aware of it and i honestly like to poke fun and kind of have fun with the whole like i'm in this d i'm in that d i'm in 22d a couple of weeks or months ago i was reading something on facebook and this woman was like i never get affected by entities because i do all my energy work from 22d <laughs> and i gotta be real because I'm, I'm i'm sitting there and i'm going like 
what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> you know? <laughs> and so anyway, sorry, I'll go on and on about it, but I think we're in fourth density transitional stage, which honestly takes a lot of lifetimes. I think for a lot of us, um, there's a great misconception right now that we're like, I'm done here on earth. I'm never coming back. That's it. I'm done. When in reality, this is what we do. We literally come here. We go to different versions of it over and over again. Might be a higher density version, might be a lower density, but this is literally what we do. And so anyway, watch out. I'll talk forever, but that's how I see it. No, I really, really enjoyed that. Don't don't feel like you have to be quiet. Like I say, we're interviewing you, so say everything oh. you've got to say, you know, it's all good. Um, and I, I totally agree. And one thing I love about you on social media, Matthew, is is like I say, you 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 call out the BS, you know, and, and when I say call out, you, you, I think you find it, you find it humorous and just like, this is brilliant. I love it. You know, oh, no, it is really, <laughs> I think that like, if you want to pay attention to the, the sort of multi-dimensional ascending soul group, and I say this with love and respect, it's like, this is the greatest time to be on earth because we're living in a literal TV show of first time discoveries of multi-dimensionality everything from oops i'm suddenly in a secret space program to oops now i'm in the galactic federation to boom now i'm a you know i'm a i'm a pleiadian starseed and here, here's the thing those are all literally correct it's all actually true those are all pieces of ourself it's just really fun to watch the ways in which we as humans and i mean me too because you guys watch out next week i'll be on something really serious and i'm like this is how it is and it's like we grab onto these these like stages of identity and allow them to define the human experience. And to me, that's a beautiful thing, but it's also something that I think we can't take ourselves too seriously. Or maybe I myself have realized where I'm like, damn, I think I'm done taking myself so seriously. And, and like, the more I do that, the easier it gets. Because a lot of people right now are caught up in this sort of space war. Like literally every single thing is about some element of the space war. And it's like Alliance versus Orion. And it somehow has bled its way into every facet of our life. And it's one of those things where I, I really enjoy just watching it and going, you know, it's both true and not true. But anyway, thanks for making that observation. I should stop talking on that one. But you get the yeah. idea. No, I, I agree with Craig. And yeah, I, I always look for your comments because it's entertaining for me to watch you be entertained by the comment. So, um, yeah. And you've even like said that I talked to you on the phone, I don't know, a month ago or something, uh, regarding, uh, you know, I just reached out because I saw some comments that you had written. And I think one of them that you had said was, this is so entertaining, you know, it was like, get the popcorn and whatever, but yeah. Um, yeah. making light of, you know, not just trolls, but you know, these, weird divisions in the community and you know that kind of stuff and one thing that um i have you know i was in a dark really weird place and not realizing that it was like voice to god tech thing going on which i'll talk about in a minute but uh and I, but once i was like oh man after like four or five um clients that i had who were all telling me the same thing over and over and over again it was the same stuff that i was hearing i was like oh my god this is way bigger than me. And, you know, and it, I don't know, but when I talked to, I talk, actually talked to my cousin, Shelly, and she kept saying like, you know, <clears throat> stop taking everything so personal. Um, you know, everyone's just playing their roles. We're all here and signed up for these roles. And, um, you know, they're just playing their part for me 
to learn the lesson here. And, you know, whether it's like family members or friends or a troll or whatever, you know, the situation is, it's just like that kind of took the charge off like immediately because it was a good reminder for me to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot because we kind of are in a simulation of, you know, I don't know how far deep you want to go down the rabbit hole, but as I'll, far as you could go, <laughs> you know? but it kind of, it, de it definitely like lifted something off of me to remind myself or for me to use her to talk to me, to tell me what I already knew or however you want to say it of being like this role playing and these characters that we choose for these life things to to get whatever we're supposed to get out of it and um you know speaking either one of you got anything to say about role playing and characters in the simulation kind of thing yeah, yeah I, I it's funny that you even talk about this sort of character thing and i might be speaking about it from a similar yet slightly different context but i have noticed and observed within myself that we're at one of the stages in the human journey right now where many people are organically experiencing a switch over into the next character the next persona stage what we might call an identity stage kind of like how i had a number of very very just interesting kind of identity stages, musician stage. There was the mental health slash weird therapist stage. You know, now I'm in the, you know, whatever you want to call it, multidimensional character phase. For some people to hear the word, like, you know, these are roles or characters. For some people that takes on almost this disingenuous tone, which I do not believe that's what it is. I think part of our human journey of being people and come into the strange planet is moving through stages of identity, very much like we move through the archetypal stages of identity. And I think a lot of us right now, especially in 2022, as we are watching the slow stranglehold of, you know, all the, you know, the uh, powers that were or be or however you want to define them, you know, they're the, you know, they're slowly kind of strangling, you know, everyone on earth. And we're, we're all kind of sitting there watching it happen and, you know, waiting for something to take place. And one of the great deceptions I think that's been placed upon us as a spiritual community is that, you know, we've been taught to wait, we've been taught to, you know, remain the same and don't judge and just accept everything and stay in a high vibration and, you know, just be the change and that whole thing. And I actually believe that we're entering the stage of the journey where if we really want the things that we are waiting for, for many of us, it necessitates a very dramatic character change. We start to take on new elements of ourselves, And I also think that's part of what happens as we go through this awakening journey, because inevitably we start to connect with other versions of ourselves, literally other versions of you and me that exist on parallel, you know, we could call them timelines. The secret space program timeline is a very close one. That's why a lot of people are sort of bleeding over and finding that version of ourselves. But one of the things that happens when we go through this stage in human development is that we have the ability to connect with those other selves. And so there's going to be stages of the human journey that for you and you and myself, our identity is going to be entirely different by identity. I don't mean a different name and a different face, but you in the manner of service and the role that you choose to play is going to change. And so for those of you guys out there that feel yourselves kind of transitioning into new places, you're not resonating with the same old stories anymore, you're finding new people, you know, you're starting to get drawn in different directions. A lot of people, that's because you're going to organically transition into a whole new stage. And if you're wondering, you know, like, how do we actually liberate or change or bring about disclosure, whatever the big thing is, everyone's trying to create, I think it is by allowing and initiating the next phase of your human journey. In what I would like to say the most powerful, the most, you know, just 
the most optimal form. And for a lot of us right now, how do we, you know, a lot of people will be wondering, how do I awaken or receive that version of myself? And there's many ways, but for me, the one thing that's kind of worked for myself and the others that we've worked with is through learning to clear the non-physical body, removing layers of emotional density, trauma density, past life density, uh, just straight up toxicity in the body. When we do that, it helps us kind of have an organic idea of where spirit is leading us. And it's not to say spirit's leading each person into this wild grand, you know, next scene of the movie, but it will lead you into another stage of your identity. And so, um, I don't know, I probably took that question and ran in a weird direction with it, but to me, it's very organic. So I, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, <clears throat> I, I love what you said before about, um, we're discovering what already is like the hand analogy was was just brilliant we're discovering what what we've already what we're already capable of and who we already are um because we are way more multi-dimensional than, than we've realized and i think you know it's where our consciousness lies isn't it you know the whole 3d 5d thing is what where is our where, where are we functioning from and obviously we've all been trained to function we need to feed our bodies we need to look after our three-dimensional world but we're, we're learning and a lot of it is intuitive a lot i don't know about you guys but i wake up with with new thoughts in my head things i'm learning stuff in the night um wherever i'm going when i'm asleep i don't know but i mean i've had people comment like you know i wake up with just like crazy things in my mind like and i talk about them like did you know this did you know that and and you know it, it it's returning back to, to the to the joy for me you know I, I believe that joy happiness bliss is our default state of being and everything in this these sort of lower dimensions tries to keep us in the lower energy centers um and in fear and, and stress and anxiety and and i think what we're doing is we're breaking out of that and and i heard intuitively once you know laughter and joy will save the world um and i truly believe that as we start discovering this stuff and remembering like you know we, we we can look at the crap going on and just be like this is hilarious like you do matthew it really inspires me you know cool, and, <laughs> and uh you know i mean i can take myself too seriously at times and certainly when i i, I get sort of frustrated at political things that just are ridiculous you know it's okay i do too all the time <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but but it, it, you've, it it's time to remember you to sort of detach emotionally from these things okay observe them and common whatever but but don't lose your joy over it and i think that's a big lesson certainly for me um and and that's how i would describe this kind of ascension process whatever you know everyone's got a different sort of lingo for it haven't they whatever it is to you this ascension this transition whatever is happening globally and and yeah you know there are, there are negative agendas to try and stop it i i know no doubt about that but it's 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 ridiculous it's like you know pouring a, a tiny little drop of water on a, on a house on fire it's not going to happen it's not going to work we've won it's, it's it's game over and and it's quite an exciting time and i'm, I'm i can feel that this conversation is going to be igniting for a lot of people as well that's, and that's that's what i'm hoping to to do out of this so yeah i'm loving it oh thanks yeah i think i think for me too um you know just like i, um, I mentioned here voice to god tech hmm. and for anyone who's watching that's gone through anything crazy in the last few weeks specifically. Um, I'm I mean, there has been a suicide program that started in July that really, really amped up here about two weeks ago. And almost every single client that I've had ha has told me that they're hearing voices like 
what's the point? I'm all alone. Um, why am I here? Uh, I don't have any friends. Nobody cares. Um, you know, cancel clear all of that. And it wasn't until I heard like the third or fourth person say that I realized, gosh, because two years ago, there was another campaign, if you want to call it that, um, where the, there were several people who were very, very, very um, anti the thing and just like gung ho about, you know, their rights and freedom and being able to do whatever they wanted, whether it was a position with their job or whatever. Um, and then all of a sudden, randomly, I would find out that they got the thing. And they were the ones who were like shouting from the rooftops to everybody, even influencer, influencers and high level people like with, you know, big jobs and, you know, advocates for natural health. And all of a sudden they just got it. And when I asked people what in the world, every single person came back with the same sentence that said, well, I was just driving down the road and all of a sudden I heard, well, it's okay. It'll be fine. Or it's, you know, it's fine. Just go ahead and take it and nothing's going to happen. It's fine. It's okay. And I remember that back then. And we actually did a video, uh, a, a live with a few people on it. And I kind of, you know, whatever forgot, sometimes I forget about, you know, just what's really going on and I get too self-absorbed in all the things that I'm juggling or doing and people and stuff and family and whatever. And all of a sudden I was starting to hear this a few weeks ago and actually thought it was me. Like I, I got tricked and I was having like a dark, dark, like I haven't thought about mm -hmm. in the planet, like since my twenties and in my twenties, I actually tried a few times which not bragging. I'm like, that's a terrible thing. I'm being super vulnerable saying this, but it was dark. And like, I didn't reach out to people. I didn't call anyone. Uh, I didn't want to call anyone. And when you, when I know that I'm in that place where I'm not getting out of bed and not like, you know, not reaching out, don't want to go anywhere. Don't want to be with anyone just sitting with those thoughts. Um, you know, it took me like an act of Congress to finally get out and like do my scheduled consultations because I didn't want to put on this like fake, you know, Oh, everything's great. Whenever I was not feeling it. And I don't never want to show up like 25%. I want to be 125% like every, you know, for my people and whether it was interviews or consultations or shows or what have you. So when I finally like forced myself to get out there, I started hearing everyone saying this. And I say this because what i this this remembrance for me was to observe and not absorb. Mm -hmm. And I have this like picture of the sun out there shining. And, you know, um, we had a few weeks of like rain or whatever, like most people. I mean, Craig is in England where it rains every freaking day. But um, <laughs> yeah, um, the sun still shines, even though it's cloudy. And the sun doesn't take a day off. The sun is somewhere, you know, there might be a little cloud in the way to like filter it. But, you know, if you go outside and you got mad at the sun, threw sticks at the sun, cussed the sun out, like whatever, the sun's just like, whatever, radiation, 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 ain't going to change, ain't going to move, it's going to keep doing its thing, which is to shine. It does not absorb whatever we're pissed off about. It doesn't care if we're having a bad day. And, it, you know, you're not going to be able to do anything to change its mission. And for me, you know, when I started hearing everybody saying that, uh, I realized that 
I got to get back into my shine. I got to go back and like, remember, and, and just talking to someone out loud actually started shifting it for me and then recognizing, Oh my God, this is a program. And then I was like, Oh, and it just took off the whole personal, like, I don't know. I just, I, I got back. I found myself again. And so for anyone watching that may have gone through that, you know, please be aware that this is a hardcore campaign. I know of three people who committed suicide this very week. Yeah. And it is hardcore. People that I never, ever, ever would have thought were going to check out. And none of them reached out. All of these three people, there was like no signs. They were just totally fine. And then this happened. So I don't know if that's 3D, 4D, 5, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, but speak into that observe versus absorb and speak into if you've had any clients with this or any of you ever experienced this or any of you guys watching uh have you guys heard of anybody or experienced this yourself in the last like september kind of time i'd love to hear it it started in july but it really beefed up in in this last few months uh, or last few weeks whoa Damn. Okay. Uh, well, I'm really glad that you brought that in because, uh, and you know, granted, we never know where any of these are going to go, but it's really funny that you would mention a form of recorded, a almost like a recorded version, this astral message that plays this thing that wants you to kill yourself. And it tells you the most negative version of the thoughts possible. That That is a thing that other people have come to me for quite recently. Um, I have experienced that very frequency. It's funny that you even mentioned July. July of this year was a really, really hard month for me. Like really, really, really to the extent where I was like, whoa, is there something wrong? Is there something going on with me? And so that's a very, very interesting thing to hear that. I have identified and noticed many kind of examples of, we, of what we would call frequency interference that have existed. And it seems to show up. I'll speak from my experience and the people that I've worked with, because here's the thing, the ways in which and the conditions in which these frequencies affect us, it's a little bit different for each person. But by and large, there's there's main areas of the energy body that get hit with that stuff. But what I noticed for myself and the people that I have been working with that have been subjected to what I call like intrusive thoughts, thought replacement, thought insertion, which sounds like a weird woo-woo thing, but it's literally true. Um, we can do it psychically to each other. We do it all the time. All you have to do is turn on the news and you'll get a series of thoughts inserted into your body. And so it's literally real, but it's a really good example of when they talk about uh, reversal technology. For those of you guys that read into like all the interesting kind of blogs and terms, um, one of the forms of that that we're constantly interacting with is the non-physical frequency. It is kind of passed or kind of carried through technological waves, things like old school 5G and like internet and Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. Um, they can actually carry thought forms and feelings and emotions, and they tend to be very dense, very weighty, very heavy. They will come with kind of physical actions and physical things like they'll sort of nudge us to take certain actions or to do certain negative behaviors. And so depending on where you live in the United States or other parts of the world, you may be receiving those frequencies every day, all day. Or you might come to a stage in your journey where when the when the energy body kind of gets a little bit, we could say, worn or tired or exhausted, there's certain areas that I've observed on myself and others that tend to get weak. And so where would those areas be? Areas around the sphenoid bone right here, around your eyes and your temples, the crown chakra at the top of your head. We have some chakras that are developing like energetic infrastructure. Some people call them causal chakras. 
I call them portal chakras. There's going to be many other names. But as those activate, we start to become way more sensitive and able to pick up non-physical frequencies. The wild thing is right now, just based on the toxicity that we're receiving from technology and food and yeah, we could say pharmaceuticals if they're still in your system. It's actually kind of distorting the frequencies that are coming from these naturally activating chakras. And what happens is if there is a dense frequency around, if there is kind of like a, a astral recording, which sounds cheesy, but is literally real. Um, if they are playing, it's like your body begins to tune into it, like receiving. Uh, I don't know. Some of you guys might have had this experience back in the 80s or 90s when you got an old school filling in your tooth back when it was like lead or whatever the hell that was. And you could actually receive a partial radio signal in your head. It's literally real and it actually happens. And so when the certain kind of vibratory environment is reached within the body, you'll start to receive those recordings. And it's not like they affect everyone. Not everyone is so permeable to it, but those of us that are already on what we would call like an awakening arc or a journey of opening up the stuff, which for some people's organic, some people's purposeful, you're going to get all of it. And it's almost like, uh, here's another weird metaphor I use sort of like when you're in the shower and maybe the shower door or the curtains a little bit open and you get this draft coming in and you're trying to like close it and stop that. It's like these leaks come into your energy field and depending on what's around, you'll pick up other people's thoughts. You'll pick up this weird reversal recording um, it gets really weird. There's a really interesting form of synthetic telepathy that's being created right now through the particulate matter that builds up around in a literal ring. And I, I, I was shown MRI imaging of this in the past. I wish I could find them now. But there's an actual ring that forms around the sides of your head in a circular pattern as heavy metals gather within the body. And so a lot of people theorize, myself included, that one of the, the directions we're going with the entrainment and the poisoning and the mass control systems is kind of creating a little bit of a, a remote control interface for human consciousness. And as this gets thicker, you're able to change thoughts, you're able to change uh, urges, you're able to um, essentially pilot people around in really crazy ways. And so anyway, I know I'm going on a long run with this, but I think partially what you were experiencing and what myself has experienced, probably everyone here to a certain extent, is when the energy body becomes just a little bit depleted. And if you're in that awakening journey, you're going to pick that stuff up. And so anyway, I'll pause there. I know that was a lot. <laughs> Feel free if there's any questions. That's a really good point. Of like just if your energy body is depleted or if you get tired, you know, I had thought maybe I was just like working too hard and like mm -hmm. maybe needed to like pull back. But I took some time off and then I came back and it was still there. So I was like, okay, there has to be more. And I mean, I'm, I'm good, but it was just, I think, recognizing what was going on. Someone is, um, a lot of people posting comments here about people that they've had commit suicide. And also someone mentioned, I think Libby said something about how someone had a vision of a dandelion. Um, let me go back and find it. Dandelion of darkness was blown and it was almost like seeds, but TV and movies, there are, there is implant implants within that, like mm -hmm. a, a digital implant that is in these um, movies. And Bob Jones would talk about this too. Um, but there was one movie, um, oh, squids, I think. That came out on Netflix. That Squid there is a ton. Of what is it? Squid Games. Yes. Oh, the Korean thing. Yeah, it's really. Oh God! Cool. There's so many digital um, 
components in that that are just like that basically ignite what may have already been there or turn on something that shouldn't be turned on. Um, and all of these, if you look at movies right now, um, like my husband and I haven't been forever and we like went to go see, like, let's go to the movies. Finally, it's been three years. The choice, it was either all cartoons or horror movies. There were no other yeah. things for all September. And I just looked again and then I think there was only one comedy and everything else is literally horror movies. But um, Craig, you know, you want to jump in on any of this? Um, I mean, Chanel, you and I would speak and I, I told you, you know, probably maybe August time I was I was having some struggles, you know, just like oh, with everything that was going on. I, I tend to lose sleep when, I, when I'm stressed or anxious about stuff. I, I wake up in the night and I can't get back to sleep. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I personally feel that that when, you know, there's things going on, it's an opportunity to to grow personally in yourself. Um, and, and all that we're talking about is, is to apply kind of spiritual principles to to overcome triggers, basically. So I was having like issues because lots of things were going on politically and they were really going for, for Mr. President 45 and all this sort of stuff. And I was getting really sort of ready to fight. And it was just like, no, 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 no. And, and I was giving this mantra, you know, in my in my meditation time of, you know, just just peace in my heart, peace in my mind, peace in my life, peace in my world. That's good. And all I would just I would just quote that. And it literally shifted my energy like in an instant. You know, just in an instant, um, and and you know, these things just didn't bother me anymore. I just you just let it go, just let it go, and and to, to me, this is this is the the choice of personal growth. When I want to say personal growth. I'm talking, you know, growing in dimensionally, as you were saying at the beginning, uh, Matthew is is realizing we have this power in ourselves to do this, and and you know, we're learning. Um, sorry, I just got a text. Uh, we're learning um, how to do this, that we hold the power, not them. And they love to bring us down. They love to try and control us. Um, but it's just really fascinating, Sharma, that you would, you, would, you would say that about this this program that's been put out and these triggers in, in media. I mean, it's in music. It's in everything. Good yeah. point. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, I know that it, I don't want to be that dad, you know, with my kids that are just like, no, you're not listening to any popular music. You know, it's really hard. But, you know... How do you balance that? I mean, any any advice on that? Ooh. You know, they're going for the kids' big style, big style in school, oh, totally entertainment. Um, you know, any any thoughts on that, Matthew? Totally. First off, I'll say a cheesy thing. I love how that little ding went off right at the right moment. I know that's just somebody's phone, but the reason why I have to address that is because that's a thing that happens in almost, oh, it sounds so crazy to say this, every single session that I do with a person or some form of an interaction, there's always what I call a confirmation from spirit that will come in the form of a phone that'll go off, a door that will knock, a horn that will honk or a dog that will bark some form of it just like something will happen right when a person says a thing and anyway i always address it because that's how spirit communicates with me i have come to learn but i definitely agree with what you're saying and i guess i'm gonna in in going into what i call the or i would say the most effective solution for strengthening the energy body that i have ever found and i see a few people in the chat who've heard this from me a million times so you guys can just like just tune out for a quick second because they're going to be like oh my god he's going to say it again 
but there is a free thing that everyone can do. And I know sometimes that's cheesy to say, cause it's like, I am a practitioner. You're a practitioner. We're all doing a process in this world. Right. But if there's one thing that everyone can start doing that is absolutely free, that will literally change. And I mean, literally absolutely guaranteed. I'm waiting for some person to prove me wrong. I pray one day someone will come through, but if you start doing Qigong every day, I promise you the level to which you feel energy, the level to which you feel assaulted by energy, the level to which you receive those crazy thought forms that try to get you to kill yourself or when you're around other people and suddenly you feel this crazy weird feeling in your body and you don't know how to act, I guarantee you that that will literally change. It is one of, I think, one of the most powerful forms of non-physical technology available to us on the earth. And yes, there's many other forms, lots of martial arts and there's yoga, there's many ways to alter the subtle energy around the body. But if there was one thing that I ever did in this life that actually I think helped me go from being a victim of all sorts of things, because I mean, I've had everything from the literal physical implant that is still in my body right now to the energetic version, to the insertion of thoughts, to literal beings that I think interacted with me for most of my early life that lit just tore me apart. For me, those things ended when I started doing Qigong every day, it became a part of my life. And it was like, suddenly I realized like, whoa, I, I could I could deflect things or it's like, I wasn't affected. I wasn't torn up by people. Thank you for that question. Um, there's the, the, the way that I learned Qigong, which for some people is gonna be like, what? I have never been to a class. I never went to some Qigong master. I literally opened up YouTube and I found a person and I was like, that guy's moving in a way. Okay, I, I, I think I can do that when I like his vibe. Then I would just sit there in my room and just copy it, huh. which is honestly, if you wanna get technical, that's literally how I started doing energy work from an out-of-body experience that I had with a group of extraterrestrials. I literally mimicked what happened in that and boom, suddenly that was a practice that I was doing. So anyway, not to go on and on, but you guys do Qigong and it will literally change your ability to feel this stuff. So if anyway. you can please post a couple, whoever that guy is or whoever I, after I would like in the comments. Oh, totally. I could, I could, I could go back and look for it. I also have a couple videos on my YouTube channel. I think they're unlisted right now because they were for our training group, but I actually have a Qigong routine that I do pretty much. I was doing it before this show actually. Um, and I will make it public so people can do it as well. But, um, but yeah, I, I, we can, we can post those. Oh, yeah, totally. Awesome. We just have like a couple minutes left and can you do at least, can you do like one yeah, read totally. um, just for kicks and giggles. Yeah, yeah. Who, who who shall we do a reading for? We can do a collective reading. We can do one for both of you guys. What do you feel? Whatever you're supposed to do. Okay. Gonna, by the way, guys, I'm going to mention it earlier, but for those who got on late, we're going to have him live for our members only. So if any of you who are on here, our members, definitely um, stay tuned. We're going to put some details up because we're going to do a whole show just with personal readings. Uh, I have my cards and, you know, prophetic stuff. Craig is very prophetic and intuitive and Matthew's going to join us. And I have a couple other people that are some secret surprises that are going to join us too um, for some stuff coming up. So if you're not members, jump on and get on to be members. There are some really cool content we're going to be adding here and a teaching about karma. And like I said, just a lot of cool things coming up with that. So definitely get on board. But um, but yeah, whatever you think, Matthew. Totally. Like 
who would like to go first? We'll do one for each of you guys since you're here right in front of me. Okay. Who shall we, who shall yeah. do first? Be a collective because someone is putting on here collective, but go ahead. Collective. Well, okay. Do you guys want to do a collective reading first? Okay. We're going to do a reading for the collective energy. I have a very short disclaimer that I use when I do uh, readings online. Here we go. Every single intuitive for those of you guys that are watching is viewing your energy field through a little keyhole. It's like a little opening in the door through which we look at what's going on with you. The reality is, you know, the truth. And because we do this on social media, it's like gathering a big bucket of stuff all together. And, you know, within that bucket, there could be some very pertinent things and also some general things that you might throw right throw away. So I say take everything with a grain of salt. Um, and because we're doing the collective one, everyone just take a deep breath in. I know there's a 12 second delay or something between when you hear me and when it happens, but we'll take a breath in. As we just honor each and every one of you alongside us in this human journey, we seek knowledge and understanding activation for the collective road ahead. And we're just looking for a symbol, um, anything that the people that are watching can be made aware of for the coming future. Okay, here we go. And for those who are interested, I practice a modality known as multidimensional tarot. Not that you can reinvent tarot, but we look at it through a slightly more anatomical perspective and understanding areas of interest or energy blockage. And so let's do it for the collective. And the fun part is you're going to see it as I see it. I don't do front loading on cards. So we're going to see it together at the same time for the collective. What do we need to know? Boom. We got a nine of pentacles, everybody. I hope you can see it on your screen there. Nine of pentacles, if we're looking at this from a collective perspective, and for those that can see, you'll notice it's this woman and she's got a beautiful bird and everything looks really good. And there's this beautiful garden and whoa, there's a big gate there. Huh, interesting. There's a big gate. What's it separating her from? Which is a really good question. When the nine of pentacles shows up in your life for everyone that is here, you're usually at a stage in which you've been able to accumulate, to amass, to put things together, to come to a stage of the human journey in which there is a comfortability, there's an accomplishment. Things usually smell good, feel good, look good when you have a nine of pentacles in your life. We could call this a place of comfortability in which we will unknowingly give up, check this out, certain freedoms. We mm. will unknowingly give up or take upon ourselves certain restrictions. Now, if I were to shove this in front of the screen, it'd just get blurry, but some people can look at it and notice that in most of the Nine of Pentacles cards, depending on what tarot deck you have, the people that are in it are going to be restrained or contained. And so as from a thematic perspective or maybe a thematic collective perspective, if you're in a Nine of Pentacles stage, you're honestly usually in a stage where you're doing pretty good, but you're not complete. That's why it's a nine. So there's certain steps that we'll need to take as a soul group, as individuals. And really what it's about is putting more skin in the game, breaking through certain barriers, leaving behind the things that have kept us comfortable and safe and moving through areas that we've never been through before. And so if I were to get this card and I was saying, Spirit, what are you calling me to do in my life right now? It is to break through that beautiful golden cage in front of you, break through all the safety, break through the reliability and bring yourself into a stage or a chapter of your life in which you're really calling the shots and you're letting certain things go. All the things that we've used to define us with the nine of pentacles can be let go of, but it sort of, well, for some people, it requires you to sacrifice, check this out, what you are right now for what you could become. Mm. And so anyway, watch out. I'll go on and on on just one card, but it's a good thing to have, you know, in general. Super cool. Mm -hmm. Any comments, Craig? Um, 
I mean, it starts for the collective, right? Well, here, here, here's the thing. I say this on every tarot live stream I do. Um, you'll hear a card and you'll be like, that's for, uh, you know, everyone. But for some people, you'll hear it and you'll think, wait, is it about this thing in my life? It couldn't be. That's about the collective. But it is actually. Right. That's the way that tarot works. Yeah. And that's also multidimensional tarot because it sort of works through many different versions, situations, uh, relationships. And so it's both collective and individual. Awesome. Cool. I'm just wondering if there's any, um, oh, what do you call it? Some, some of my uh, former church friends who would want a tarot reading. <laughs> okay, yeah. I have something to say about that. Okay. John Paul Jackson, who I worked with for years, Streams Ministries, um, we had a conversation about it because I would get like, a fortune cookie or whatever and he you know people would freak out that i read my fortune or something mm -hmm. and john paul who you know some of you who are watching know john paul um he would say when you get to a certain point of authority everything bows down to god and that god uses all tools to speak to whoever is uh when you get to a certain frequency everything must submit to God, including tarot, including billboards, music, uh, fortune cookies, whatever. Like you'll just, because you'll be so tuned in that anything you look at will be like the answer to the question you were just thinking. Like a message in it, yeah. On the TV and a commercial comes on and a guy says a sentence of exactly what you were about to, like what you were thinking in your mind and it's resolved and you have that. <laughs> so, um, you know, people can get all religious and cuckoo and be upset about stuff or you don't have to you can just take it as a message so that's yeah, indeed. Uh, thank you for addressing the religious ideas about things like tarot i i'm a person who grew up in what i call a religiously addicted family reformed presbyterianism it's a joyful and wonderful form of you know christianity not really but anyway um you know i i, I kind of grew up in that environment and i i think early on in my life was where I realized that there were some sort of ability or this empathic thing that I have. And, you know, we were taught that that was of the devil. We were taught mm -hmm. that, you know, anything like that divination is wrong. You can't do that. That's a sin. And so, you know, depending on where you stand in that, I think that we're, we're at the stage of the human journey where, where for many of us who come into life with that understanding of the higher, you know, the, the higher spiritual authority in whatever form we choose to define it, Part of our understanding of that is realizing that these they they gave us gifts and many tools and many ways to understand and kind of discern and you know work with spirit and i think one of the best things we can do even if you're a dogmatic christian is learn to disarm the control structures and learn where you know these very sacred texts were literally twisted and changed and a lot of it is about taking away power that is literally your own, keeping you small and weak and just a slave to some sort of higher power energy. And when I look at, you know, the basis of what a lot of people call like traditional Christianity or just like religion in a traditional earth based form right now, it is turned into such a shocking power struggle that it's like I look at it now and I'm like, this is nothing like what it was actually in those old days when many of those things were created or written you know and i mean it's become very very distorted and so i really honor those that are stuck in that paradigm but i also say you're stuck in the paradigm mm -hmm. move on there's god, a whole other yeah all kinds of stuff anyway watch god, out I'll go on. Bigger, god is way bigger and uh yeah i mean even the levites had dice 
that they, you know, I forget what yeah, they call it. Totally. <laughs> you know, and they'd yeah. be like, you know, what the, I'm just making things up, like making it whatever. But we okay. have like four minutes left, and I want to make sure people know. Oh, yeah, meeting, sorry. Yeah, I want to make sure how people, you know, where people can find you and, you know, all of that too. So, yeah, um, if you want to, you, do you want to do this? live whatever you're doing or do you want to like wh wh where are we going here craig oh i was i was going to pull another card for somebody really quick but we can also pause that if you yeah, <laughs> do one more card for someone okay. and then i want to get your website or wherever people can find you mm -hmm. facebook all that stuff and we'll we'll carry what are on. Doing for you sean <laughs> okay I, I'm, I, I'm i'm just gonna say it i just felt like craig i just i just feel okay craig. honestly okay. i just okay. really, i don't uh, know well, why every time i see you on here i'm like dude i don't know there's like a warrior archetype lots of past lives anyway um and so take it take it with a grain of salt it gets very diluted when we do it on social media but every now and then amazing things happen i know we're running out of time for those of you assisting Craig on the earth plane, we're just looking for a very simple sign of guidance or just strengthening or just anything that needs to be made aware of. Ooh, sometimes it's dangerous to do that question. And here we go. Boom. Whoa, nice. Craig, you have received the Knight of Wands. This is actually a really good thing to get right now. The Knight of Wands is what we call masculinated fire. It's fire that needs to burn, fire that needs to embrace its passions. If you're a Knight of Wands individual and someone can dangle a carrot in front of you, it doesn't matter if you never get the carrot. It's like your fire will literally burn forever. And so if you have this and you're looking for guidance, Spirit is telling you to embrace your fire, to here's check this out, to become willful, which for some people is a scary word. We're like, well, what do you mean willful? Well, the Knight of Wands and his proper vibration is willful from the perspective that he's got authorization to look down the road and say, there's a raging fire over there, and your job is to go straight forward it. You wow. straight toward it. You go to the biggest explosion, the biggest thing, the That's most interesting light. That's what he's meant to do. And so embrace it. Um, and just understand, sorry to go on and on, but if you don't use the fire that you're granted with this type of energy through your passions or your obsessions, it'll give you something to be angry about. <laughs> it's like it's like use me or i will use you but not in a catastrophic way anyway so okay. wow wow <laughs> that's like i mean that's hit the target that is oh, nice the fire. Yeah. yeah warrior the fire i mean that is like too too much nice i mean that's too much it's perfect I mean, you said it before you pulled the card as well. So, I mean, that was, that was, that was. Oh, amazing. that's cool. Well, Rat, oh, I, I did. Oh, okay, oh, yeah, oh, thanks. Yeah, I, I, I'll take one. I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You are in a band. I saw Tyler there on the screen. You, you are a musician, right? Do you play drums? Indeed. Yes. Um, I probably heard that on another live stream, but it's like I could see you with the multilateral brain movement thing going on. It's brilliant. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler and I have been talking uh, recently. He's also a musician. Uh, we'll talk about that another time, but yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, uh, Craig has a band, and then he's also now got just asked to go on tour with another band, too. I don't know if you want to say that out loud, or just I kind of... Yeah, just, just, yeah I've just... And the big opportunity's just opened up for me um, to, to play for a band, and they want me to play um, in Europe. Um, so... Yeah, so, tell, tell us. It's, it's a band called Ten. They're like a, a melodic rock band from like the nineties. They're still going, um, and this other band called Metallica asked me as well, but I didn't have time for them. Um, that was a joke. <laughs> you never know. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, but that, like I say, what what you pulled on that card was was quite amazing, really. <laughs> oh, rad! That's awesome. Huh. Thank you. I, yeah, I want to hear more about your music. I mean that very sincerely. As a person who had a previous timeline where that's all I did in this life, it's good. Thank you. Hey, yeah. Oh, you did what? Okay. Uh, sorry. I know we're running out of time. Do we have time to do a card for you? What do you think? One more. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So for Charnel, for those of you assisting Charnel on the Earth plane, we're just looking for just anything important, anything that needs to be known, all those of you guiding her human experience. Oh, you got a lot of thought forms going on, Charnel. There's, you can't see it now, but when I'm when I'm doing readings for people and I'm shuffling the cards, there's a thing that happens right before I pull the card and everything gets stuck together. So just from a very you know loving perspective, that usually means that we have a lot of unspoken or un, yeah, we could say unverbalized thoughts that will need to be expressed. And it's not a good thing or a bad thing. It just means that there's a lot of mental activity. And so take it, take it with a grain of salt. You probably have some really good ideas that you haven't fully voiced. That's just, ah, what I, okay. but anyway, here we go. For those of you assisting, we're just going to, we'll see it together. Who knows? Three, two, one boom oh man you got one of my favorite people one of the most misunderstood characters in the world of tarot you got a seven of swords oh man my wife gets this all the time it is a brilliant card but here's the thing a lot of people see it and they judge it by its appearance and they're all what you got this guy with a cloak on and he's sneaking around with all these swords what does this mean it's funny that i just said you had thoughts or ideas that haven't been vocalized to the world because the seven of swords will come out at a time in which you might be on a little bit of a secret mission, you might have some certain things that you've been keeping back that you haven't fully talked about. And usually when it comes to swords, it's not things that we use physically in this world. It's ideas, it's energy, it's words that have been yet that have not been yet spoken, things that you're going to communicate to the world. And seven of swords will come around to say that you're holding on to that energy. It's neither bad nor good, although sometimes it can be negative depending on the context of the question. But um, Seven of Swords says that there's something that you're holding behind your cloak back there. And pretty soon, if you really want to use all that's available to you, Seven of Swords says you must let it out. You, in fact, you not even you shouldn't let it's not that you must let it out is that you have to let it out in full view of everyone else. So that would almost be like you doing a live or a video like this and saying, hey, guys, I'm going to tell you a bunch of things that I haven't really told anyone yet. That would be a thing you would do with a Seven of Swords. You'd be like, guess what? Here's the real me. And you pull out the sword and anyway, it could be good, but it's also frightening for some people because there's things we hold with seven of swords that you will be like, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't talk about that thing. I don't know. Cause you won't know how people will judge it. So you've been hiding it your whole life, but oh anyway, gosh. so there we go. He knows that you are, yeah, I had a, a thing happen last week that, um, oh. talking, I'm just going to say it. I'll say mm -hmm. this. One of the things I'm going to say is uh, I was in the Jeep and I went and got my Jeep um, cleaned and washed and stuff. And I was going through the uh, the car wash and then you get at the end and I was on the phone with Candace, Anna, who's Candace's daughter. And I was telling her some really deep stuff that like I haven't talked about and like kind of very vulnerable, vulnerable stuff that I just hadn't said out loud, literally what you're saying. And um, anyway, I was just talking, talking, and then they get to that point where like, okay, get out of the Jeep. You know, we need to vacuum now and you can go over there. 
and we'll call you when it's ready. So I turn off Bluetooth and they told me leave the car on. So I left the car on. I like go over and I'm sitting, waiting. I'm still on the phone chatting about all this like really, really deep private stuff. And when they're finished, I go back over there and the guy's like, okay, we're ready. And I go over there and I realized the freaking Bluetooth was still on. <laughs> And the guy's vacuuming heard everything I said. I mean, like all of them like call somebody. And my 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 lesson to myself was it's okay to talk about it because they didn't like freak out or anything. And number two, everyone's listening, whether you're in front of someone or not, just to be on oh. the get-go, like what you know, because energy is energy. So if there's a person you need to talk to and you're not gonna talk to them in person. You know, you can still do it energetically and they're, they're going to hear it is, you know, if they're going to feel it, know it, feel, you know, anyway, that was just a little like lesson for me and funny, but um, <laughs> yes. Okay. Candace Ann is on here. She, oh, she's rocking it. Oh my God, check her out. Okay. So tell us where can you guys can all get a reading too. Oh, you certainly can. That's literally all I do. <laughs> find Matthew. Uh, definitely find Matthew. And um, where can we find you? So yes, yes. So uh, all I do, literally, my my uh, my literal mission on Earth right now is doing uh, psychic readings and energy clearing. You can find me and my wife Anora, who does very similar work at rememberyourmission.com. Um, and we actually have a training program that's starting. We have classes that are starting, like everyone right now. We're 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 offering the next installment of the various forms of just education and energy and healing that we do, and we are literally at the stage where we're starting a whole new cycle. So we got classes starting in November. Yes, I'm doing the tarot class, and so I'm at the stage of the journey where everything we do, we're teaching other people to do. And so you guys can find me at rememberyourmission.com and also on YouTube at the School of Multidimensional Intuition, where you can catch our videos and classes that we've done for free and so there we go yes and definitely be on the lookout because we're having just one whole hour of matthew and craig and i and we're all going to be doing sounds really fun with just our members so be looking be on the lookout because you know hit the notifications so you get you know for, for youtube go to youtube and subscribe hit notifications that way when we do announce the details you know what's going on if that's something that you guys are interested in and um we have a, like i said a couple other people that we already have lined up that i'm not gonna shout out yet but um but you guys are going to be super excited about this so um craig where can we find you and then we'll wrap up here and just thanks for everybody who's who's here but craig where can we find you um <clears throat> the band is called nth ascension that's nth ascension um you can find us on, on online on Facebook. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well. If people want to connect, I'm not I'm miles away from the 5,000 limit, so it's all good. Um, and we also, my wife and I run a crystal shop, a UK based crystal shop, crystalfalls.co.uk. Um, I say we run it, my wife runs it really. <laughs> um, I just, I just, I set it up and she runs it brilliantly. So, yeah, find us there and uh, come and say hello. Awesome. And definitely go to swiftfire.org. You guys, I do biofeedback. I do soul audits. Um, my books are there. My, my, um, cards, my card deck is there. Um, lots of great teachings on muscle testing, liver cleanses, you know, prophetic 
stuff and teaching. So definitely jump on there. And I mean, you guys are just so great. I love all you guys who are here with me today. It's such a fun time to be live with everybody. And Matthew, oh my God, what can Thanks. I say? You are just well, like pure um, gold. I mean, Thanks for having me. I mean, in our lives and just someone that, you know, that keeps us mentally stable at times and um it also keeps me mentally stable so thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah so yeah you guys make sure and connect with him find him on facebook but you know jump in on whatever he's doing because you can read it very intuitive extremely and just you know it matters to me about like heart and like lots of people can be gifted but if you don't have the pure heart then it's mm -hmm. like why so you know Matthew is all love and definitely, you know, what he's doing is for service, for love and to help people. He truly has this pure intention to help people and see people be better. And that's what I just admire about you most, Matthew. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate your service to the world so much. And um just so grateful for you. And Greg, too, you know, you're my brother. I love you so much. And um anyway, so have a great day, guys. Uh, stay tuned, hit that notification, sign up to be a member while you can. And I will be giving the details here in the next few days on dates for all these fun things. So you guys have a good one. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>